Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. that they had thrown him out, and when he found the man, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me, so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and that those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this, and asked, What? Are we blind too? Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. John chapter 9, verses 35 through 41. If you've ever lost your eyesight, even just for a moment, and then had it come back, you know what a relief it feels like when that happens. Maybe you've been temporarily blinded by a bright light, or had your sight go all blurry while you were swimming, or maybe you've even just had the lights go out suddenly while your eyes adjust to the darkness. Our eyes are really good at adjusting and refocusing, and when sight comes back and clarity returns, it's always a huge relief when that happens. Today's verses wrap up the story about the man born blind, which has had lots of moments of confusion and blurriness throughout. Was the man a sinner or not? That was the original question. What has actually taken place in the story? What can you do on the Sabbath day? What can't you do? What do his parents say? What does he say? What does Jesus say? And most importantly, who is this Jesus? There's lots of confusion. Things are not clear. What does all of this mean? In these final verses of the chapter, Jesus brings the answer. Just like Jesus has done physically in this man's eyes, he now brings the whole story into clarity and sight. First of all, he seeks the man out, and how beautiful is this? Jesus goes out of his way to hunt the man down to talk to him. When he does, the man in his innocence still doesn't fully understand what's been going on and who Jesus is, but once he makes the connection between Jesus, the Son of Man, the Savior, the Messiah, being the one who has healed him, the man instantly calls him Lord and instantly begins to worship him. There's no confusion any longer for this man. He believes Jesus is Lord. Jesus then ties back blindness and sinfulness, the original question at the beginning of the story, who sinned to cause this man's blindness, him or his parents. This story's been a healing, first and foremost, in the literal sense, but what's more, it's been a story of this man's trust in Jesus, honoring him as Lord, most importantly. But there is more going on here as well. This whole thing has been a sort of lived-out parable with eyes being opened in the natural and the spiritual as well. The man was literally blind and spiritually blind to who Jesus is, but now in Jesus both of those things have changed. He was blind, but now he sees. But the Pharisees remain blind. Jesus says he comes to bring judgment. He draws a line in the sand and he calls us to make a decision. Because those who trust in him will have their eyes open, and those who reject him will remain in darkness. 
The Pharisees who prided themselves on their insight and on their knowledge of God were actually the ones who were truly blind in the most important sense. They were blind to Jesus and refusing to trust him so that their eyes could be opened. If you were literally blind, Jesus said, it wouldn't be because of sin, just like with this man. But since you claim to know God, you claim to have wide open eyes, and yet you still reject me, you remain in the darkness. Blindness is not the sign of sin in this story, as was earlier presumed, but to claim sight while shutting your eyes to Jesus is sin. Jesus says your guilt remains because you should know better. For us to think about today, take some time to pray that God will open our eyes. And maybe it's not the first time for you, maybe you've known him for a while, but if you haven't, would you pray that way today? And if you already know Jesus, then why don't we pray that we won't walk in darkness in any area of our lives when it comes to him. Let's continually ask him that our eyes would be wide open to know Jesus more and to follow him better. 